Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to the Legion of Michael. And we're back again. And uh, this is the time that I welcome you and invite you to go to the legionofmichael.com and enroll in the Legion of Michael Defending the Faith Church Security Distance Learning Program. You can do it right now from wherever you happen to be. Now, if you're listening to this and enrollment is not currently open, that's okay. You can click the button that says "button" that says "Start the quiz." What is your church's security preparedness level? And uh, you can also click the "Enroll Now" button. And like I said, if enrollment is not currently open, put in your first name, your email, click the little box, and as soon as enrollment is open, you will receive an email telling you that you can jump into the class. Yes, indeed. And I think you should do that. And if you'd like to share this with other people, if you would like to encourage other people to listen, I think that would be a fantastic idea. As a matter of fact, I'm calling upon you. If you're listening to this and you enjoy it and you believe that you've gotten something out of it, well, maybe share it with someone else. One other person. If you share this with one other person, you can actually click the little link and it says share. There's a little button that says share. You can share it on Twitter fascist book, LinkedIn, WhatsApp, or you can just copy the link and send it to somebody. It's not that hard. And that's what you should do. All right, you guys saw the title to this and you were probably, uh, well, your, your curiosity was probably piqued. It says Metal Church. And you're like, isn't that a name of a song or a band or something? Like, yeah, actually. For in the, in uh, the book of Psalms, King David wrote, Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. Can't, it's 14. Can music give us strength? Does heavy metal music lead to devil worship? Now, if, it's not so much a thing anymore because, quite frankly, I think the, I think the media has been taken over by Satan. Uh, but when I was coming up, in the 70s and the 80s and you know by the time the 90s rolled around I was in my 20s and I was getting married and having kids and stuff but uh, the 1980s were my uh, was my decade my the decade that I became a teenager and I grew up and graduated from high school and did all that stuff and yes indeed I listened to heavy metal music and some of you out there might be thinking yes but I how can that be how can that be uh I was taught that heavy metal music leads to devil worship, and it's the worship or it's the music of Satan. As a matter of fact, there were several Baptist, Southern Baptist preachers and ministers that were going around when I was uh, young, telling people, telling their congregations that heavy metal music 
or rock and first it started with rock and roll music. See, back in the fifties and the sixties, the the Southern Baptist preachers and the Methodist preachers and so forth they were they were out there telling people that this rock and roll music is going to lead to the worshiping of Satan and it's devil music and Satan music and so on and so forth. And then as time progressed and rock and roll became a bit blasé and it moved into heavy metal, then they ramped it up. The Southern Baptist preachers ramped it up. And they're like, this metal music, this Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. Man, I love, I still love going back and, and, and uh, <laughs> talking about this. They're like, yes, this, the number of the beast that's, this, that's telling you to worship Satan. Is it really? Because the opening lyrics, the two opening lyrics, uh, are actually the opening lyric is two Bible verses, both of them from Revelation. <laughs> You're like, that's what, when you want people to worship Satan, what you do is you start out by quoting from the Bible. I mean, I, really? Is, is, that a, is that a good plan? If you were, if you were Satan, would you... Would you start out your campaign by quoting? You're like, ah, but he did when he was tempting Christ. Yeah, that's true. But in Revelations, the uh, woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. That's a warning. <laughs> and that's that lyric is not good uh, for Satan. It's not good for the devil because he knows his time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. Again, a warning from the prophecy of John from the book of the Revelations. Now, I listened to Iron Maiden, and I listened to Judas Priest, and I listened to Black Sabbath, and I listened to a lot of other metal music, and I'm here today to tell you that I do not worship Satan. I'm not a devil worshiper. As a matter of fact, I never have been. You see, the, uh, the mantra that we were told was that uh, if you listen to heavy metal music, it's, it's a direct pathway to the devil or to the Satan. Actually, no, it wasn't. Now, there may have been some people, and I, I, I'm not going to say there weren't. Um, there are some people that, uh, that went astray and also listened to metal music. But those, there are also people that listened to country music or disco music or pop music and went astray. That's like saying that person is a murderer and uh, we go back and we find out that that murderer or that thief or that criminal ate carrots for breakfast or, or dinner or lunch, or I don't care, whatever. They ate oatmeal for breakfast when they were a little kid. And they say, see, everyone who eats oatmeal is going to be a criminal, a rapist, a murderer, or a thief. Because this guy, he grew up eating oatmeal for breakfast every day. What does music give us? Can music give us strength? In uh, Psalm 98, 4, it says, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth and sing for joy and sing praises. Psalm 98, 4. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay a little uh, 
some lyrics on you. Let you listen to these and you decide for yourself who you think wrote these lyrics and sang them. Perhaps you'll think before you say that God is dead and gone. Open your eyes and realize that he's the one. The only one who can save you now from all this sin and hate. Or will you still jeer at all that you hear? Yes, I think it's too late. Hmm. You're like, well, it had to have been like some Christian band. Maybe it was Striper, the metal band Striper. Maybe it was them. Or maybe it was the modern uh, Creed. Maybe it was Creed. Perhaps you'll think before you say that God is dead and gone. Open your eyes and realize that he is the one. The only one who can save you now from all this sin and hate. Or will you still jeer at all that you hear? Yes, I think it's too late. It wasn't Striper. I know that some of you out there who are hip, you're squirming in your seats. You're waiting for me to say it. It wasn't Striper. It wasn't Creed. No, it was Black Sabbath. And you're like, shut your mouth. No, it was. Uh, on their third album uh, called Master of Reality, the song is called After Forever. It was actually credited. All four members of the band are credited with writing the lyrics from 1971. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit of something about heavy metal music. When I was growing up and I was a teenager, I was like every teenager. Every teenager feels a sense of helplessness. Every teenager feels a sense of frustration. Every teenager feels like there are forces set against them, whether it is the forces of the, the popular people or the cool kids or the clique or maybe it, it's their parents' rules, or maybe it's society's rules, or whatever. Heavy metal music is strength. It is strong. It is powerful music, unlike country music or pop music. Heavy metal music has that undercurrent of power. It has that undercurrent of strength. And when you're a teenager, like I was, you need that. You feel that. You want that. You desire that. You feel because you're 13, 14, whatever, you know, you're just learning. You've got all these chemicals jump, dumping through your body, all the testosterone and all that. And you're trying to figure out life and you're frustrated. And all teenagers are frustrated. Very few teenagers are perfectly, uh, I think the ones who pretend to be perfectly normal are really not. But uh, you embrace that. Now, when you embrace that, when teenagers, when I embraced heavy metal music, I wasn't doing so to rebel against the church. As a matter of fact, I, I was very, very fortunate. I grew up with very faithful parents, and my parents took us to church. They baptized me. in a, I was baptized in a Lutheran church. I was confirmed in a Lutheran church when I was 14 years old. Uh, and despite all that, you're like, how is it that you could listen to metal music and, and be confirmed as a member of the church? Didn't you rebel against the church? No, I never rebelled. I might have rebelled against quote-unquote authority figures, or I may have rebelled against the pop culture of the world. I may have rebelled against disco in the 80, you know, 79, 80, 81. By 82, disco was dead. 
I might have rebelled against those, but I never rebelled against God, and I never rebelled against the church. I never rebelled against my faith. You say, okay, that's a cool story, bro. That is a cool story, because let me tell you what. Heavy metal music has that feeling. It gives, it's still today even, it gives me that feeling. I feel the power in the music. I feel the power in the bass and the guitar and the drums. I feel that strength. And perhaps I was a bit rebellious as a teenager. Perhaps I wore my hair long. Perhaps I had an earring. (laughs) Back when, see, that's the crazy thing about today versus then then versus now, is then, back then, wearing an earring in your left ear, because the left one was the right one, uh, was rebellious. Today, it's conformist. (laughs) That's the funny, that's where we are today. Today, it's conformist. It's like, oh yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Back then, it was rebellious. I wore my hair long because society wanted my hair short. I wore an earring in my ear as a sign of rebellion, right? I wore black leather studded bracelets and wristbands and and things of that nature because it was rebellious. I wasn't rebelling against God. I wasn't rebelling against the church. I loved God. I loved Jesus Christ when I was a teenager. But it gave me that impetus, that, oh, I guess you would say that experience. I learned the strength of rebellion. Not necessarily, not like I said, not rebelling against God, but rebelling against blind worship of authority. Rebelling against the blind worship of whatever the pop culture is at the time. Rather than just go along. You see, there are many people, though, that when they're teenagers, they, their form of, oh, I, I guess you'd say, um, I'm at a loss for words. Their form of getting by, their way of getting by is to conform. See, I chose the opposite path. I could have looked at all of my peers. I could have looked at the popular kids. Who, you know, the, who are the kids in the popular clique, right? Could have looked at them and said to myself, well, I need to dress exactly as they do. I need to wear my hair exactly as they do. I need to wear the same jeans or tennis shoes or whatever. I need to I need to emulate them the best I can in order to fit in. That way I won't stand out. Of course, me being me, I did the exact opposite. I did the standout. I was the the guy who didn't conform. You say, well, yeah, wasn't your life harder sometimes for not conforming? Yeah, sometimes when you refuse to conform, your life is harder. You see, that's what the world tells us today. The world tells us today that, you know what? If you want things to be easier for you, you need to conform. Whatever the narrative is that you're being fed from the government, from the state, from the media, and they're all the same, you need to conform to that. If the state, if the media, if Hollywood tells you that homosexuality and trans agendas and all this, if they tell you that's the norm and that that's correct, you need to just go along with it. 
If they tell you that all Christians are hypocrites or rednecks or idiots or fools, then you just have to put your head down and be quiet and go with it. Now, this goes, this overlaps into our so-called churches. We have places today, we have buildings and groups of people that call themselves Christian churches, but they are anything but. They are conformists. You see, the world, the world, who, who is in charge of the world? What do you mean who's in charge of the world? Who was given dominion over the world? All right. Satan? Yes, Satan. The world is Satan. Satan is the world. So when the world says to you, you have to accept sodomy. You have to accept homosexuality. You have to accept this bizarre transgenderism psychobabble. You have to just accept it. That is the world. That is Satan. But there are places in our, in our country today, in the United States of America, there are buildings that claim to be churches, but they're not actually churches. They're Christian with a small c. They're convenient Christian. They are Christians that go along with the world. When the world says, shut up and take your shot, they go along with it. When the world says, you're not allowed to go into that building and sing praises to God because we've told you you're not allowed. Now, you can go to Target, you can go to Kroger's, you can go to Lowe's, that's okay, but you can't go into that building that's called a church. We're not going to allow it. The world isn't going to allow it. And there are weak, conformist people who claim to be Christians who went along with it. He said, well, okay, if the world is telling me to be silent, if the world is telling me that we can't gather together in God's name, then I guess we won't. That's not metal. You see, metal is power and strength. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. You want to... Go to BibleHub.com, type in the words, be strong, and see how many times be strong is in the Bible. I'll give you a hint. It's a lot. You see, those who listen to metal, who learned not to be conformist to the world, the ones who learned not to meekly and mildly obey the whims of man, that is where your strength comes Those people have strength. The people who grew up listening to metal have strength, and they can look at the world and say, venture forth and fornicate yourself, world, because I am not going to bow down to your whims. My Bible says that sodomy is wrong. Just because you think it's okay doesn't make it so. We could go down the line covetousness the world is filled with covetousness that's not okay it's still a sin just because the world thinks you should dial 1-800 go sue them 
and sue your neighbors and sue your friends and sue everyone so you can get their money. Okay, just because the world thinks that's okay doesn't mean it's okay. It's still covetousness. And when God commanded us to gather in his name and the world says, you're not allowed to do that. Remember the state of California ordering Christians not to sing, telling them you can go in the building, social distance, wear masks, and you're not allowed to sing. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth, break forth and sing for joy and sing his praises. Yeah, but the state of California said that I'm not allowed to. Yeah, but metal says you will. <laughs> oh, brother, you know who I'm talking about. A good friend of mine, one of my best friends growing up, uh, just recently gave me the news that he's been offered uh, the position of a pa- as a pastor for church uh, in his area. And he and I both grew up listening to metal. Yes, and I said, how can that be? How can you be the pastor of a church? How can you be a Christian and have grown up listening to metal? Because metal is not necessarily the road to the devil. Yeah, there might be some idiots that went that way. But metal is the road to strength. Metal is the road to power. Metal is the road to rebellion against blind obedience to the world. Christ was not blindly obedient to the world. The representatives of the world told him to shut up. They said, stop preaching to those people. They told him, you can't perform miracles on the Sabbath. You can't heal people on the Sabbath. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. (laughs) The Sabbath was made for him, not him for the Sabbath. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing wrong with a metal church. And heavy metal does not lead to devil music, or I'm sorry, to devil worship. (laughs) Yes, indeed. All right. I'm here to testify to you guys. And I'm here to share with you the warrior's prayer, if you would. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and the skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. 
head to hero.co to shop today.